0: Welcome to the First Read Ultimate Spider Man podcast, where we break down Bendis' iconic run on Ultimate Spider Man, issues 1 through 160 in Earth 1610.
1: I'm Zach. And I'm John. And with us today is my wife, Elizabeth. She's joining us in the studio, the million dollar studio we've got. Elizabeth, you want to say hello into the mic? Hey. <laughs> Zach, do you want to take a quick pick?
0: Yeah, yeah. For the Ta- Insta. take, a,
1: take a pic for the Instagram. <laughs> oh, oh, do it again.
0: There we go. Yep, that's all. Six of our followers are going to see that this week.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, how's your day going, Zach? How's your um, week going?
0: It's it's going all right. Um, I I don't know if this is just me. Or if this is like not a normal, healthy thing, but, um, I just got like so anxious today. Cause we're 10 days away from the NFL draft. And I'm like, I definitely have a favorite quarterback for the Colts. And I'm like, oh my God, what if they take the other guy
1: who is it, Anthony Richardson, the guy you who know, you didn't want for you so know long, <laughs> I don't know what we're going to do. I know we're going to end up with will Levis, and he's going to be a bust.
0: Yeah, that's who I'm trying to talk myself into. I mean, he seems like a good dude and he has an absolute ripped. rocket for an arm, yeah. And he's just,
1: always doing stuff on like Twitter, or Instagram, isn't he always like eating stuff he or
0: eats like a psychopath. <laughs> he has um mayo in his coffee and then he eats oh, bananas without unpeeling them. That's not
1: quarterback material. <laughs> <laughs> that's like offensive lineman material <laughs> or conversely he's just like an absolute
0: psychopath who's like perfect for like turning off all emotion and just dissecting the defense
1: yeah that that is midwestern mayo in the coffee if that's is not it, indiana i don't know what is it
0: seems like it's um no it's not that's awful. insane asylum behavior Yeah.
1: yeah well i'll be i'll be happy with any of them because i'm not lamar jackson
0: (laughs) so you'll be unhappy with any of them
1: yeah yeah
0: um how's how's your monday going it's going well
1: Mm -hmm. big cheating scandal at school today
0: yeah
1: apparently some kids were cheating on a social studies test they got busted they looked up this girl's ipad and she was googling the Test questions and then telling them to the person sitting next to her. Wow! And, um, yeah, but it was good. It's always fun to get some good gossip. Yeah, but my day's going pretty well.
0: Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. We've um, also got
1: my dog instead of cats in the studio with us today, and I know. Yeah, John's for cats, so
0: John's got a full room over there. That, there's uh, about twenty other people he hasn't introduced yet because they're not yeah. as important
1: we'll get to them.
0: Yeah. I hear uh George Bush might be over there, Bill Clinton. A couple different people might make appearances. <laughs> yeah.
1: We'll see. Uh, maybe they might show up and do some commentary on the on the issues today. If I they was, can come in, if they can come in organically, then they'll they'll jump in. Sure.
0: I was um having dinner with my dad and my wife and my sister-in-law the other day in a restaurant and there was a Texas Rangers game on the TV and just kind of like offhand. I was like, Oh, Hey dad, you're not allowed to answer this, but can either of you tell me what famous person used to own that team? And obviously the answer is Texas
1: Rangers. Wait, now you got to give me a second. Okay. Who used to own the Texas? Was it a Bush? Was it George HW?
0: No, it was W.
1: It was W.
0: Yes. Before he was president. Yeah. And that little harmless comment turned into a, did he do 9-11 debate?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, on that note, should we throw it over to our friends at the BBB? Yeah. Every business says they're better.
0: But the ones that earn and display the BBB seal back it up.
1: It instantly identifies businesses that are committed to operating with integrity, honoring promises, and telling the truth. Makes you wonder why every business doesn't have it. So look for it, because it's looking out for you. That's why it's the sign of a better business. And find a better business anytime at BBB.org. We're back. And we're back. We're back, and I, for one, am excited to get back into Ultimate Spider-Man, because we've had a break for a little bit, haven't we? Haven't we done Ultimates the last couple episodes? We did Ultimates last week, but
0: it's understandable why you would think it's longer than that, since we didn't record on a Saturday or Sunday this
1: time. We didn't. That might be Zach throwing some shade at me. It might just be him talking. It might just be... Him him listing a fact But we were supposed to record on Saturday And now we're recording on Monday So Zach's going to have to edit this Awfully fast to get it out By our, by our usual day
0: Yeah well, well we already passed that But the fact that we're saying oh, that we? it is Monday <laughs> Tells the web heads You know How good I am on my word with that turnaround time If this comes out Tuesday night Cool If you're hearing this You know The day it comes out and it's like Friday, I dropped the ball somewhere.
1: Well, I apologize because I know now that we've built a pretty loyal listener audience, which maybe this would even be a good time to say, I think we want to start reading some reviews at the end of each episode, right? Yeah, yeah, that was an idea. So if one of our loyal followers does want to give us a review, then maybe we'll read it. But but now that we do have such a loyal listening audience, I feel bad that they were probably refreshing their Spotify's every minute, just waiting to see a new episode on Monday, and it never came.
0: Well, they're getting it now. All yeah. is
1: all is well again. Yeah. Um okay, so issue twenty eight, because we're doing Ultimate Spider Man issue twenty eight and issue twenty eight and a half today. I think it's just called a half. Oh, is it? Yeah. Okay. But it comes after issue twenty-eight. I don't and think it really twenty-nine, or is it I just... think it
0: can come just about anywhere. It's not super continuity heavy.
1: That sounds inappropriate, Zach.
0: Okay. <laughs> it wasn't until you said that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we've got issue twenty eight and issue one half. Do you want to do any more background or should we hop into it?
0: This isn't relevant to anything that we've just covered, but Spidey defeated the Green Goblin and did his what superhero are you presentation.
1: Oh, that was such a good, such a good. uh... Was that Ultimate Spider-Man? No, that That was was in Super Special number one. Yeah. Oh, nice. Okay, so issue 28 sidetracked. This one's called. And I should have known, if I paid more attention to the titles, I might have known what we were getting into with this one. Um, written by Brian Bendis. Brian Michael Bendis. <laughs> I was going to let that one sit. Um, he's he's even in the comics. We've seen him make jokes I know. <laughs> before. He likes that middle name. That is that is funny. That was funny. Um, inked by Mark Bagley. Penciled by Art to Bear. And immediately opening up this issue, I'm so happy to be back with Mark Bagley's house style. It's just easy to at. I just wish he would answer easy. me on Instagram again. <laughs> what was it him? Was that was that was it Mark Bagley? Is that who that was? The fake Instagram account? Yeah, it it was not Mark yeah. Bagley,
0: but they were being Mark Bagley.
1: Well maybe he will. <laughs> Maybe after he hears the praise that I have for him in this, yeah, yeah, go on.
0: Talk about how you like art that's good, and Mark Bagley's art is good.
1: But this is so much easier, I think, to just pick up and read than one of the art styles that is more out there. Even Brian Hitch. Um, I don't, I don't know that from well the enough. from the
0: Ultimates you think this His is easier is to too. follow but yeah i best. think
1: i think that it is it's just more like comic-y it's more fun
0: yeah <laughs> it definitely suits these like you know teenagers whenever like yeah. spider-man's not in a mask and it's not the superheroes it, it feels like you're you know watching some teen yeah. friends
1: yeah and that's what we get right away because we open on midtown high and peter is looking at a book about molecules, and he says to himself, "Organometallic, huh? That's weird, wild stuff." <laughs> and is that a Jay Leno reference in this Spider-Man comic, or is am I reading into that? I don't
0: know. I don't. I'm too young to know
1: anything about Jay <laughs> Leno. <laughs> I think that that was a thing that when comedians would try to like impersonate Jay Leno, that's what they would say. They'd be like, oh, that's weird, wild stuff. <laughs> so I, that's what I took it as.
0: The only memory I have, like, of my own life that involves Jay Leno was, like, in middle school, the news that his show was canceled.
1: You know, now that I'm thinking about it, yeah, it's, I, I, it's that's a Johnny Carson thing, not a Jay Leno thing.
0: Oh, wow.
1: Even that, older. The, the weird, why, yeah. Yeah, for well you for were on the our, right. Yeah. You were on the right track. Yeah. And for our younger audience, Johnny Carson was a famous football player. He played for the Colts and he would always say that's weird wild stuff between plays and the huddle. Not true. <laughs> Nobody fact-check. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, Mary Jane comes running into the library. Peter, did you bring your costume to school? And she seems psyched. Whatever's happening, I'm guessing, like a photo op with Spider-Man, you know, they want to throw a party in his honor. It's got to just be, he's getting an award, Zach. Surely something good is happening. Surely the city is not being destroyed and Mary Jane is happy about this. Well, I spoke too soon. because on the next page we get a full two-page drawing of rhino destroying a city block he's headbutting cars he's chucking tires and i love it i love this picture what? i mean, it was so awesome it's it's drawn so well the 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 like the rhino looks better than I've ever seen him in any movies or 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 anything I've seen the Rhino in. The damage that's being done looks pretty chaotic and just awesome. What do it's you think? funny
0: that you you bring up what he looks like in movies because I was specifically about to ask you does this not remind you of like that end scene in the Amazing Spider-Man 2 because he's like it's like a mech suit here and that that's what it is in that scene too. And I just think that plays so much better for like a modern take on the character.
1: Yeah. No, this, this did remind me of that scene at the end, but this is so much better because this almost does look like a metallic like rhino that we know a person is in, but it looks like it could be a huge robot, I think. And the one of yeah. the amazing Spider-Man, just looks like Russian Paul Giamatti has been slammed into a rhino suit. (laughs) That doesn't really look that much like a rhino. Yeah, but just the,
0: I mean, the idea of it being like a mechanized suit is kind of a newer thing, and I think this might be the beginning of it. Not sure. Is it?
1: So it used to be like a rhino person? Yeah, I mean,
0: you gotta think, like, he was started in the '60s, like when Stan Lee was still writing the book. I mean, it it was just like a strong dude in a rhino looking suit. Well, this is way cooler.
1: This is definitely way cooler. And 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 we have this big sprawling two page drawing, and it looks awesome. And then way down in the little corner, we get just one extra panel of Peter and MJ watching what's going on on the news, and Peter is worried. He's like, "Oh my gosh, this is happening now." And Mary Jane, as happy as she's ever been in her entire life, is like, yes, this is happening now. So I was thinking maybe after page one, I was being unfair to Mary Jane and I was laying it on a bit thick that she is like, you know, go. she really likes that this damage is happening. And I was thinking, well, maybe she was just misdrawn on page one. But no, she wasn't. She's supposed to be like this.
0: Which is strange considering where we last saw her. Like, traumatized by the goblin throwing her off the Brooklyn Bridge and then being like, like sad, scared, angry yeah. with Peter where they're not talking really.
1: Yeah, that's true. The last time we did see them, they were like sitting kind of far apart, weren't they?
0: Yeah. Hmm. I was I would have expected
1: her to be more traumatized after that. Yeah. So, Peter races down the hall um to get his Spidey outfit. He grabs his backpack out of the locker that has his Spider-Man outfit in it. He turns the corner and right as he turns the corner, who does he see but his Aunt May at Midtown High. She's here for a parent-teacher conference and I don't like the plot convenience of him running into Aunt May here. How often does Aunt May come down to the school?
0: Well, she hasn't yet in this in this series. So apparently once.
1: Well, that was my point, I guess. She doesn't. Right. <laughs> um but I don't think that I realized at the time that it was supposed to be a plot convenience that she <laughs> shows up and and you know kind of sidetracks Peter, for lack of a better word. So Aunt May's here for a parent-teacher conference. And just then, the math teacher, Mr. De Palma, opens the door to greet Aunt May. And they insist that Peter join them for the meeting. And he's just got no choice. So Mr. De Palma tells Aunt May all about how Peter seems distracted at school And the whole time Peter is just like looking away and not paying any attention. And they ask Peter why he seems distracted. And he's like, what? And they're like, why are you so distracted? And he lies that he is supposed to be in some foreign exchange thing. And he races out of the meeting with permission from Aunt May. So he's sprinting down the halls and he sees a coach and the principal talking on the other side of the door. And he's got no choice. He just has to burst through the door and burst past them. And they yell at him to stop. But they don't they don't know who it is, I don't think. And he just keeps running. The coach is like, man, I hope he's on the track team. And Peter is running through the school. And now he's running through the cafeteria. And it was at this point reading this that I was like, man, it sure is taking Peter a long time to get out of the school. (laughs) Like how big is this school? I thought he was running out the doors to outside and then he bursts through the doors and he's just like in the cafeteria.
0: I can just imagine you reading this and going from like confused to angry to then being like,
1: Oh, that is almost exactly what, what my emotions were. Um, So he's running through the cafeteria kitchen now, and the news are on there. And he's like asking the guy in the kitchen, he's like, This is still going on? And they're like, Yeah. (laughs) There's like, Yeah, there's like a little portable TV that the dishwasher guy is watching. And so. Peter's running through the school still, and on the news, the standoff with the Rhino is still going on, and Peter continues his journey to leave the school, and now who does he run into but Gwen Stacy? And what else would she be doing but sitting in a pile of garbage bags? Zach, what is happening? Can Spider-Man just go fight the Rhino, please? Well...
0: One would think that's what he's about to do, but he's a better friend than that. he's a better person than that, and you neglected to mention that Gwen is like crying she's I'm sitting gonna get to it she's sitting on trash and he and she's crying, so yet again, another diversion and
1: um, I was really psyched to see Spider man fight Rhino here. Uh, Because that first drawing did look so cool of it, and I wanted to see him whip a manhole at Rhino like in the movie.
0: It's so funny you say that, and we were talking about that suit and everything, because just today, like, that clip came across my timeline. For did no it? reason. Yeah. And <laughs> I watched it and it was
1: not not for no reason. It's because it, they probably saw you typing up notes about the rhino and spider man, and it's just the algorithm.
0: Yeah, Big Brothers always watching.
1: Yep. And I wish it had come up on my YouTube, because it's an awesome scene.
0: It went just as hard as it did whatever that was eight, nine years
1: ago when I saw it in yeah. theaters with my friends. Um So I can't decide if I want to take a side moment here and talk about how Andrew Garfield was a pretty good Spider-Man, but go for it. We can do it later. Okay. That was it. (laughs) Oh, okay. That was all. So Gwen is crying into her arms, sitting in a dumpster of garbage bags. And she says she overheard her mom talking on the phone about how her mom hates her life and she hates her dad and she hates Gwen. And she's, just going to leave them all and peter kind of tries to i would say get out of the conversation he's like oh i'm sure it's fine and then gwen is like just leave like everyone else and peter's like i have to stay here and talk to her (laughs) so he stays and he talks to her a little bit and then he's like i promise i'm gonna come find you after school but he has to leave and fight rhino not that that's what he says to her. So Peter goes away from Gwen and we can assume he's going to go fight Rhino. So let's just turn the page and see what happens and see if he's fighting Rhino in the next page.
0: <laughs> he's he's this, not <laughs> this next page is just it's like framed so funny. It's just a comedic sequence of events. it is like the timing, the pacing, the framing of it all. It could have been told so many different ways that didn't come across as funny as it does.
1: <laughs> well, okay, if I leave anything out that you want to mention then then feel free to jump in. So so we turn the page and now Peter's running across the schoolyard and MJ is looking out at looking out the window and she's like, "Peter." And he's like, Wait, I want to see exact. He says Peter or she's she says, "Let me get the inflection right." She's looking out the window. He's down on the ground. She says, "Peter?" And he just says, "I know." And she goes, "You're still here?" And he goes, "I know. I'm trying. This place is like a." And she says, "Go that freak tossed a bus into a Starbucks." And then he says, "Go to the dumpsters and get Gwen." <laughs> And Mary Jane says, what? And he says, Gwen is crying. I left her. I had to go. And and MJ just says, she's in a dumpster? And he says, yes, wh- that's where I, yes. And she says, God, she's such a drama queen. And she's not wrong. Gwen is a drama queen. She's got her problems, you know,
0: as we all do. And she's, she's a teenager, you know, I... I don't know. I'm I'm a little sympathetic to Gwen. Like she's got a hard life
1: that okay. we just
0: don't see because she's not okay. the main character. But what I think makes this so funny is just like the body language that they're both pointing like very animated in different directions <laughs> throughout the whole conversation. And like the way he's running, like he's running like kind of hunched over, like, He's frazzled. He's not, you know. He, I mean, he's a superhero. He could just run straight and be very fast. But I don't know. The body when, language in all these panels is just gold to when, me.
1: When when she says, "You're still here," I was like, "Mary Jane." I'm thinking the same thing in my head. You couldn't have. You took the words right out of my mouth. Um. So. And this was probably the silliest sidetrack we got because, of course, Peter can't just go and get to the Rhino. So now he's running across the school and a group of football players are playing football and one of them (laughs) just throws a football at Peter as he's running across the field and it smacks him in the head and he picks up the ball and he throws it see which player? No, I didn't. Was it Flash? It was was Flash. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Flash. So Flash throws a ball at him, and his Spidey sense tries to help him out. His Spidey sense goes off, and he's like, why would my Spidey sense be going off now? And then he gets clocked in the head by a football. And I do also love that (laughs) he's just got to be so annoyed at this point. He doesn't even have time. He just picks up the football, and he just throws it clean over the school. Josh Allen, <laughs> who's the Napoleon Dynamite guy? Uncle Rico. Oh, Uncle Rico <laughs> could throw that over the mountains. And um, he picks up the ball. He throws it over the school. All the football players get mad. They start chasing him. And he rounds a corner. And presumably, I'm guessing he crawls up the school wall to safety um because it, the football players turn the corner and he's just gone. There's just like, we a see him jump there.
0: into a bush. Do we? I mean, maybe. Oh my
1: gosh! No, you're right. You're you're (laughs) absolutely right. Maybe he climbed
0: up from there, but it's you. Literally, see his foot like sticking out of a bush.
1: Yeah. Um. But he escapes the bullies, and then we finally do turn the page, and Peter Parker is in his Spider-Man outfit. He's swinging through the city. We get nine. Different panels on this page. Well, with Spider-Man swinging through the city. Yep. I was thinking about it. So do you know where he lives? Um, Spider-Man is in Manhattan,
0: New York City. What? Well, he is now, but he lives and goes to school in Queens Forest Hills, oh. Queens. Yeah, that's yeah, that's like the, the neighborhood of the borough, but Forest Hills, Queens. So he has to go, presumably, across the Brooklyn Bridge to get into Manhattan, where this fight is happening, as he must do for all the bad guys that he fights. So I'm guessing it's like 45 minutes to an hour, you know, swinging from wherever he is to the bridge, across the bridge, into the city. So, like, it taking him a long time to get there, I feel like is actually probably pretty realistic I feel like that would be the case in more stories than just this
1: yeah I'd I'd actually I'd never thought of like the logistics of that before because I'm a simpleton so I think of just New York as well they're all in New York you know he's already in New York but most of the place. place we have seen him do do take place like at the school or somewhere he already is you know I feel like I feel he doesn't like, usually have to commute so much to get to the action. I
0: feel like most of them are shown in Manhattan. We just don't see him commuting because we know he goes there at least for, like, the Daily Bugle. Yeah. But I think about the geography of this a lot. Um, and it also bugs me that his school is called Midtown High when he's definitely not in Midtown.
1: <laughs> Deduct a point. Yeah. Um, so we get nine panels of Spider-Man swinging through the city. Zach, I'm so ready to see him fight the rhino. So is he. He's talking while he's swinging. He's like, I'm coming. I'm coming. I'm on the way. I'm, I'm, I'm about to be there, you know? And it really reminds me of the Shang-Chi episode issue where he's like getting ready. And Shang-Chi is just like beating up guys. And, uh, and he totally misses the fight. I'm sure that won't happen. (laughs) So we cut to our last two pages and we get another beautiful Mark Bagley drawing, uh, a double, double page drawing and Iron Man beat him to the punch. And Iron Man has already like force field captured Rhino and, all the news cameras are there and they're like, Iron Man, he's our hero, the hero of New York, you know, and everyone's going crazy for him. And um, we do get one more panel and <laughs> it's just Spider-Man. Oh, shoot. I lost it. It's like Spider-Man getting yelled at by a bodega owner. And he's just like, where were you 10 minutes ago, pal? <laughs> Um,
0: pretty good. And he's like breaking down and bending over. He's like, uh, I, 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 and then he swings (laughs) away and says, at least I tried.
1: Pretty good. Pretty fun. Um, what do you think? Oh, very fun. Pretty quick read also. Yeah. It didn't feel like a full issue, did it? No, it definitely did not. Um, which, which. It was, I mean, it was 21 pages and there were a couple that were like double, double, you know, sided, but it was just fun. It was a good one. You know, yeah. I was a little annoyed with it at first because I was like, get Spider-Man to the Rhino and all these things keep happening. And then I was like, oh, this is fun.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's the point. That's the joke. Yeah. Have you seen the old um, like Adam West Batman movie? no i haven't oh my god okay well you have to first of all but there's a scene in it that i feel like this is the spiritual successor to um where he's like got this like you know cartoonish looking bomb with a big old wick and he's like running down oh, I've here seen, i've
1: seen that that scene yes like, no, and he's like yeah
0: some days you just can't get rid of a bomb like everywhere he turns there's nuns walking and then there's like a woman with a baby and a stroller and then there's like a an orphanage of little puppies or something and he just can't find where to throw this oh my bomb. my gosh
1: that is hilarious i did not ever know like the story behind him like running it with his that bomb over his head that is so funny
0: yeah he like he just keeps going and it just keeps burning and everywhere he looks it's like <laughs> Something so pure and innocent that he can't blow up.
1: <laughs> Do you remember how he gets rid of it? Can we spoil he, it?
0: He eventually... I think, for a
1: 1960s Batman episode.
0: I think he eventually just throws it in water. <laughs> but he cuts it real close.
1: Um, I almost forgot about my favorite joke from this issue. I'm glad I included it in my final notes write-up because I skipped it the first time I was reading through. What was that? But There's a scene where Peter and MJ... Peter is, like, first leaving to go fight the rhino. And he's like... He goes... She goes, well, go get him. And he says, cover for me. I'm going to miss fourth period. And she she says, it's French. Who cares? And Peter, storming away with, like, a scowl on his face, just says, the French. (laughs) They care. And it's just perfectly drawn and i just if you're not specifically looking at the way peter is drawn in that zach i I would recommend going back and looking at it because he's like annoyed at mj for even asking
0: yeah the body language is on point here too i mean the whole the whole issue it's very funny the thing that i thought was weird was like look at the panel just below that where she's like singing and she says my boyfriend's going to kick your butt i
1: i actually included that in my write-up also i must have just skipped that entire entire paragraph because we were just having so much fun but yeah she likes sings songs my boyfriend's going to kick your butt and then and they, she kind of looks creepy she looks creepy this whole issue when she's like <laughs> too excited about all of yeah, this
0: violence way too happy about but, a,
1: a terrorist attack
0: let's call then, it what it is
1: but then we do get a good picture of her right after that where she's sing-songing and then she she cuts back and looks at the news and like the rhino is really like destroying stuff and we finally get like one panel of her like being worried it's like it finally clicked with her that like oh no i just That's- sent my boyfriend into this like danger
0: that's interesting that that's what you thought she was reacting to. And you're probably right, because it's actually on that page. I thought she was seeing Aunt May coming down the hall.
1: Oh, that could be. I that think I'm wrong.
0: I think you're right. Yeah. Because that I doesn't happen I for another involved, two though. pages.
1: <laughs> um, but I thought this one was really fun. The French joke was funny. The two-page drawings were... Awesome. I Mark Bagley is definitely my favorite artist that we get to uh hang out with. Well, which good. We we hang out with him often. Yeah, yeah. He's a friend. Um so you know I originally gave this one an 8 out of 10, but I actually think I'm going to up it to 9 out of 10 Moms Not Leaving Their Families
0: for Gwen. Oh, for Gwen! For Gwen! <laughs> Damn, I was gonna say if you buses. Have a,
1: if you have a yeah, okay. Please give me a better one.
0: <laughs> buses thrown into a Starbucks.
1: Oh, I love it. That's that's a much better one. Okay, yeah. nine, nine out Let's, of ten buses thrown into a Starbucks. Yeah, because this I is a really a positive really good grading scale for next one.
0: This is a really positive episode or issue. So you know, moms leaving their families is pretty sad. Was well, that buses?
1: Mom's not leaving their family. Not leaving their bu- their
0: yeah. But buses being thrown through Starbucks is less sad. That's just good fun. Yeah, Whomst amongst us didn't do that as a rascally teenager.
1: Their lattes are like eight dollars. Oh yeah, it's so it's crazy. insanity. But you know what? I'm hooked. I can't stop going. Oh me too. I've got
0: one now. It's a homemade <laughs> one. <laughs> Yeah, so you're giving What's it... The 9- rating?
1: I'm going to give it a 9 out of 10.
0: Yeah, I'm right there with you. It's a good one. All right. So if we're done there, we can move into a very special issue that we now both own physical copies of because it is not on Marvel Unlimited. So I had to buy the last two reasonably priced
1: ones on the internet. Yes, Thank you to Zach. I love owning these. I think they are so cool. Now These
0: might be valuable now because ours were like six bucks, and they were the last two from that seller. And all the other ones I saw were like 30 or more.
1: Really? And mine came with a certificate of authentication. Or- I was going to ask you if
0: you got one of those too that's pretty cool i
1: did because this is like a special issue it was like one half is that is that why you think they're like more rare
0: i mean i definitely think fewer were made um let's read this bad boy now
1: did i did i send you a copy of the football comic that i bought or did i -mm. I just get that and then you found it online
0: i read it on that sketchy site that has a pop-up you can't.
1: Oh, that's right. I read it of. on that sketchy site also, and then I got it later. I think it got delivered like later on.
0: It was just a little memento.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. So I'm gonna read this uh certificate of authenticity that it came with. It says this Ultimate Spider Man one half was available only through a special offer in Wizard the Comics magazine number one twenty six. Each copy is part of a limited edition, which was distributed in a special wizard protective holder, which was just plastic, with a copy of this certificate. And it's signed, I mean, like, not original, but, you know, signed by the chairman and CEO of Wizard Entertainment and Joe Casada, the editor-in-chief of Marvel. Very
1: cool. That's I wish weird, it said, wild
0: stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I wish it said how many of these were made.
1: Yeah, that would be that would be really cool.
0: Yeah. It's pretty cool that like this was kind of a limited thing that wasn't expected to really make money or be read by that many people. But they still got the same creative team that they, you know, have always been working with. So it's uh Brian Michael Bendis, Mark Bagley, Art to Bear, and Transparency Digital. And we open on someone holding a picture of Spider-Man punching a criminal while swinging as shoes fly in the air in the background. And we see that the person holding the picture is J. Jonah Jameson, who is in a meeting with the Daily Bugle writers. And he says he loves this and asks who took it.
1: I love this. This is great art. Who took this?
0: <laughs> Get him 50 bucks. <laughs> and Robbie Robertson. <laughs> Crap. Now he's actually he's pretty jolly here. This is the the best we've seen, J. Jomina Jameson's disposition so far. He's like smiling, and we, uh, Robbie well, Robertson it,
1: it looks. It looks like from the picture. I thought this right away that it it looks like Peter is knocking out two people at the same time. Like it looks yep. like he. Is doing harm, I would say, in the picture.
0: Which might be why Jonah's so happy about it. Yeah.
1: And does the criminal to you, Zach, pretend like you are reading this for the first time? Okay. Does the person Spider-Man is punching, do you recognize him as anyone right away? If you're just reading this? Blonde
0: guy with long hair and a leather jacket.
1: Okay, I guess I was just wondering if, like, someone who reads all the comics and is, like, caught up on the different stories, if they would see this picture and be like, oh, I know who that is. Or if they would just be like, he's just, it's just a random
0: criminal. No, because he doesn't have any identifying features yet. So you'd have to know not only, like, what he looks like, but what he looks like when Mark Bagley is drawing him. Because every artist has their own different spin on, you know, people. Okay. Um. So that's a little tease that maybe he's someone worth knowing later.
1: <laughs> maybe.
0: Yeah. Robbie Robertson says uh, the picture was taken by one of the bugles interns. Um. He says it's the girl Karen. She just happened to be there. And Jonah says, good for her. Then asks the table what they think the story is behind the picture. And Ben Yurek flips open his notepad and starts narrating to Jonah. And Ben says that according to the police, a woman named Tara Keegan walked out of a sporting goods store, pursued by a store employee. And the employee said that he saw her sneak a pair of children's sneakers in her bag and walk out of the store without paying for them. And he was trying to confront Miss Keegan about the shoes, but she just kept walking away. So. He chased her down, grabbed her, threw her against the wall of a building, and told her to give the shoes back. And Miss Keegan started screaming, Don't touch me, get off me, I'm pregnant. And a large man came out of the store to help Miss Keegan, and he palmed the store employee's head like a basketball and told him repeatedly, You can't grab her, you ain't got no badge. And the three individuals started yelling at each other as in real time, Ben Yurek U- says, and this is where things got a little weird.
1: Clarence Wilson isn't anyone, right? I don't know if you said Clarence Wilson is the person who's like, who grabs this store employee. Is he yeah, supposed to be no. anyone? Okay.
0: Nope. Usually when people are given names, there's a reason behind it. And I even, cause he's huge. He looks like he could be a superhero or supervillain.
1: I I thought maybe he was Luke Cage, especially when we learn who else like shows up in this, which is a little tease. I was thinking that this guy was also like someone from that same. He could have passed for Luke
0: Cage. He looks like he's like six, seven and bald and muscular, but I looked it up. He's no one. It's just a guy. Um, And so a blonde man stepped out from the crowd and told the large man, I don't want to fight you, but I won't let you hurt him because he's getting a little rough with the store employee at this point. And the large man didn't let the store employee go and the blonde man kicked him in the back of the head. And the large man rubbed his head and said, someone's looking for a beating. And the blonde guy's hand then started glowing and emitting some kind of energy. So now we might know who he is. Maybe not yet. Some of us will. And he said, don't make me. And the other guy said, bring it on, mutant. And the blonde guy cocked his fist back and then got clocked in the face by Spider-Man, who was swinging by.
1: Zach, did you get, uh, before that double page drawing of Spider-Man clocking the Iron Fist, did you get a sexy page of some ladies in your comic?
0: Oh yeah. We're talking about the advertisements. (laughs) Yeah. Do you know who those sexy ladies are?
1: I don't, you don't get that in the alt, in the ultimate unlimited app or whatever it's called. Marvel unlimited.
0: Yeah. Um, That is Jean Grey and Emma Frost of the X-Men.
1: Oh, yep. Now that I actually look at it, it does say that right on the page.
0: (laughs) Yeah. It says, cover by Adam Hughes. And I'm like, wow, I kind of like that. I wish he had drawn more of them in that era. Because that's that's a very specific era of X-Men. You can show those costumes to anyone that reads X-Men. And they're like, oh, yeah, the Grant Morrison, Frank Quietly run it's great but i actually like that art better than frank quietly's art of them but yeah they're sorry sorry to keep you off track no no, you're good thanks for mentioning that because they are really hot and this is a pretty cool (laughs) advertisement (laughs) anyways moving on um so we see spider-man uh clock him in the face and his foot it looks like while he was swinging by because he's, you know, at this he has to swing at like head level to try and punch him. He also kicked the woman in the face who had stole stolen the shoes. And we see. Um, now, did she steal the shoes? She's been
1: accused.
0: Well, there's shoes also flying up in the air behind him, so they got there somehow.
1: Maybe she bought them. <laughs> um.
0: But anyways, that was the moment a camera flashed and the Daily Bugle intern, Karen, captured the photo that Jonah is holding in the present. And Spidey webbed the man's glowing hand to a car and then ducked a punch from the large man. And in the present, Jonah asks if anyone talked to the man with the glowing hand. So we're kind of jumping back and forth between past and present here. So when my when my notes change from past tense to present tense that that's not an oversight that's that's how the story is presented. Um and Betty Brant tells Jonah that he wouldn't return any calls but a friend of hers at the police station told her that the guy's name was Danny Rand and she heard that he isn't a mutant but does know martial arts and has abilities by focusing his chi. So, John, you you kind of hinted at it earlier. Do we know who this is now?
1: I did know who this is. Once his fist started glowing, I was like, oh, this is probably the Iron Fist, who I only know from a Marvel TV show that I never watched one episode of because I heard it was really bad. Did you watch The Defenders? No, I did not.
0: I actually but, liked I, but the I know that Defenders. Daredevil's
1: in that. And yeah, yeah. but no, I, I I skipped that when you know. I know it's like in the middle of season two and three of Daredevil is when that takes place, but I just skipped it. Yeah, and um
0: Luke Cage and Jessica Jones are also part of it. Yeah. Honestly, like all the characters in that show, except for Iron Fist, are great. Even Iron Fists like his girlfriend, Colleen Wing, super cool. It's kind of worth a watch if you okay. if you have
1: time. Okay, I'll add it
0: to the list. All right,
1: it's like a polite way of saying I'm not gonna watch that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Maybe if we do a pod out about it, I'll watch we, it. <laughs> we
0: don't have to do that. <laughs> You'll watch it when I watch the menu. Yeah. <laughs> Um so yeah, uh Betty Brant says that he can make his fist glow by focusing his chi and no one in the newsroom really knows what that means, but they just kind of accept it and move on because they live in a strange world anyways. And apparently Rand had been inspired by Spider-Man and decided to use his abilities for what he called community service. And Betty says he was not charged with anything because every eyewitness attested that he was only trying to break up the fight before someone could get hurt. And she says he cooperated with the police, gave a statement and was released.
1: So Zach, not to get us too off track, but how does Danny Rand get his powers? Because he's obviously not just like some really good martial artists like Shang-Chi is. You know, he's got a magic fist.
0: He focuses his chi.
1: I don't know what that means. Like everyone at the Daily Bugle.
0: No one knows what it means, but it's provocative.
1: <laughs> so so is that just how he's always described? They're just like, <laughs> they don't ever actually like say what he does. I mean, that is what he does. He focuses yeah. his chi.
0: Yeah, man. Science and magic in the Marvel Universe is dubious. Sometimes you just roll with it. Okay. Um, and Betty says she wishes she could have asked him if this dissuaded him from his idea of community service. But like she said, he didn't answer the phone. But her cop friend said he thinks Rand seems rather disillusioned by the experience. Um, And Jonah is excited to wrap up the meeting. And run the story on the front page. But Ben says he has another set of statements.
1: Spider-Man sneaker sucker punch.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That. If that, if it wasn't Spider-Man clear. Spider-Man
1: shoplifter sucker punch.
0: Yeah. If it wasn't clear. The story Jonah wants to run is not. Friendly to the, the friendly neighborhood. Spider-Man. Um. But Ben has another statement, and Jonah asks him if he talked to another witness, and Ben starts reading from his notepad, which says, I was about seven stories up from where the action took place. I heard the woman screaming and the shoe store clerk yelling for help. And Jonah realizes whose statement it is and tries to interrupt by saying, Ben, I am too busy a man to sit here, And but Ben keeps reading over him. Saying now, even though I know there's a good chance that every move I make is going to be criticized out the yin yang because I wear a mask, I take that chance because even though our society is merciless and punishing to the famous, that even our most beloved celebrities and leaders are put through the ringer just because that's what we do, I want to use these powers I have to help people. So I keep my identity a secret to spare my loved ones both the scrutiny and the danger of being associated with me. And I just try to help. And when I'm up on a roof somewhere or crawling up the side of a wall, and I happen to hear the screams of a woman in distress, I don't care what anyone thinks. I'm going to help. I'm going to put her well-being in front of mine. And to any bystander with a brain in their head, the man with a glowing hand is the immediate concern. The man with the glowing hand might very well be out of normal law enforcement's league and something right up my unique alley. I've been at this costumed vigilante game a long time, and there isn't a correspondence course you can take to become trained masked vigilante or a handbook that you can consult for trouble situations. So yeah, I made a mistake. I hit the wrong guy. But it ends up that that lady was the one shoplifting in the first place, and she wasn't really pregnant. And all I did was knock her on her butt long enough for the cops to grab her. But the person I feel really bad about hitting is this Danny Rand guy, the guy with the glowing hand, because like me, he was just trying to do something worthwhile, something helpful. And I know that if the roles were reversed, I would be really mad at me especially if the simple little incident would have me landing on the front page of the daily bugle just because someone who works at the newspaper just so happened to be standing there that moment. And they just happened to take the picture that ended up being the only decent art on that editor's desk that day.
1: I have some concerns about Spider-Man's statement. Go for it. And I didn't want to interrupt, but they're kind of, there's, there's, there's one big one quote, because even though our society is merciless and punishing to the famous that even our most beloved leaders and celebrities are put through the ringer just because that's what we do is Spider-Man complaining about cancel culture here.
0: Well, that's sure what we would call it in 2023.
1: <laughs> Spidey. And and here's what makes that worse is he has run into situations before and completely beat up the wrong person. This is like a daily occurrence for this Spider-Man that we have like grown accustomed to. He's always running in too fast and messing everything up. And now he's like, yeah, sure. So I made a mistake and punched the wrong person. It's not like that always happens or anything. Listen, buddy, I'll roll those
0: dice. <laughs> so,
1: pretty good, but... I so anyway, like I start <laughs> <Yeah>. blasting. <laughs> but I don't see so good. <laughs> <clears throat>
0: yeah i mean you're you're not wrong i was impressed by how well spoken he was for a 15 year old but
1: yeah you're not wrong (laughs) i i yeah no it's it's definitely it's definitely good but i when i was reading it i did make a note i was like is spider-man complaining about cancel culture right now are we merciless to the rich and powerful in this society like what
0: The point of it, the point that it's supposed to make, is that he knows he's talking directly to J. Jonah Jameson in this statement. He's making a plea and basically saying, Don't let your personal feelings about me color this story.
1: And And I'll tell you what, I think he might have gotten through to him.
0: Yeah, he makes a compelling case. He does. Um, So Jonah frowns at the picture, sets it on the table, and says, all right, let me think about it. Everyone go away and do something useful. And as everyone leaves, Betty tells Ben, you got calzones on you, my friend. And Ben says, better get my resume together. And Betty replies, nah, flat top likes a little push and pull, but just a little. And Robbie and Jonah are left alone in the boardroom, looking at the photo. And Robbie asks Jonah, Well? And Jonah slowly lifts the corner of his lip slightly and says, Can
1: I? Can I? Go for it.
0: Run it! It's good art!
1: <laughs> he and was so rose. close to
0: <laughs> growing and changing and thought long and hard about it and said, Nah. Nah. <laughs>
1: amazing perfect characterization the 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 two panels we get that are just close-ups of jay Jonah jameson's face where he's thinking you can tell he's like in thought and he's deciding and then the teeniest little smile just curls on his little mustache lip you
0: know what it reminded me of what the Grinch's smile. That's
1: exactly what I, that is exactly what I was In thinking In the
0: cartoon.
1: That is exactly what I was thinking of, of when I said that the smile curls on his lip. It that is, is so funny. It is perfect. Run it. It's good art. Amazing.
0: Did you flip through the rest of the pages? No, I didn't. Do that real quick. It's a little treat. Ooh.
1: You want to describe so just, to the listeners? So oh, these what... are, so this is some Marvel hardcomers that are, It happens once an episode, folks. <laughs> Marvel hardcovers, and yeah, there's some pretty uh, there's some pretty good stuff here. Some of them are kind of weird. This first one, but this one with lecture and Wolverine, it's most certainly drawn by someone I wouldn't like. <laughs> And then we get some action figures of Spider Man eating potato chips and Wolverine, so how and long after that is kind of what I was just long enough to to sell this thing.
0: Oh, and then these are the pages I was kind of looking to get your thoughts on.
1: yeah, we've got some art from Mark Bagley. That's not quite finished. I guess just some. Um, what would you call that? Uh, like the character art or a yeah, book or yeah.
0: concept art or character designs. It's like before you know they had debuted these characters in the comics. This is like what he would you know doodle out and then send over to Bendis and say, "What do you think about this?"
1: I think that he's got little handwritten. We might notes. have some spoilers in here because i am seeing kong in a supervillain outfit in one of these drawings funky double That chin says fudge. that says kingpin Oh what, is what that King a hand,
0: handwritten note it says kingpin supervillain
1: Oh okay yep i thought that was kong <laughs> All right no and then, spoilers
0: so this lady that we couldn't figure out who she was in the Craven issues, maybe there's a little hint there. It says Craven's main squeeze. Oh, yep. The Wakandan she, woman. We think she's Wakandan, yeah. Doesn't really say oh, much more than cool.
1: that. And we've got a real, a realistic looking rhino man.
0: Yeah, that's...
1: Too stupid looking for words But way fun to draw (laughs) (laughs) Oh this is great I'm glad you pointed this out Oh well this is cool That is cool Yeah What did you think of the episode issue
0: And then what Oh I was going to say and then on the very last page It's like a double wide spread Advertising uh, Some comic con that's got like everyone who's anyone going.
1: Nice. We'll have to try to get tickets for that. Yeah, yeah. Two thousand two. Yeah. All right. So tell tell me what you think. I
0: liked it. I mean, I think it not to you know, toot my own horn, I paired these together. They didn't I mean, neither of them were continuity heavy, but I like that we did two kind of like not continuity heavy just fun little stories it, you know together in this week cuz I think we're about to get a little serious in Ultimates and a little serious in Ultimate Spider-Man but well, I liked this one I didn't like it as much as the first one um
1: I think well, it is a testament to to you to to your your own horn because i thought that these issues did go together i thought that this issue came right after the other one because they do flow together really well because they're both just like pretty fun goofy little you know romps and yeah, yeah they don't they don't tie into a bigger story really and they're just like fun and and jokey and and i really liked it also yeah, I, uh, just... I I, I, just I think J. Jonah Jameson at the very End I mean I, That was perfect if he had Taken that to heart And not run that picture It wouldn't have been J. Jonah Jameson
0: He is one Of my favorite characters in The Spider-Man mythos
1: absolutely I Always think so I think fun He might be my favorite And it's because of the way he's always Characterized and they, they get the the best actors to play him that's amazing zach's holding up a funko pop he has of J. jonah jameson
0: holding a a daily bugle that says spider-man threat or menace because those <laughs> are the only two choices okay um, um i i have a grading scale
1: okay inspired, i have one also
0: inspired by the last you know thing betty brant said in the issue um out of 10 calzones on
1: ben Yurick <laughs> um well i am i'm gonna give this 9 out of 10 calzones calzones uh, yeah. but i'm also going to take one point off which is what makes it a 9 out of 10 instead of a 10 out of 10 because i did really have fun with this i'm taking one point off for Spider-Man's cancel culture Rambling during his speech And the grading scale I gave This was 9 out of 10 celebrities Canceled Um, But we can do calzones
0: <laughs> Instead Did I tell you I was on a cruise Last year and like the Comedian that they had literally did his whole thing about cancel culture and about how it was his last week at Royal Caribbean, because people couldn't take a joke and how we need to stand up to this system. True. It was very, it. (laughs) it was so embarrassing. And like, everyone was actually cheering and I was like, what are you guys cheering about? There was no joke in there.
1: Oh my gosh, dude. It's like insane. I remember um, Elizabeth and I went to Australia for our honeymoon this past summer and we went to a comedy club and it was pretty funny. There were some good people. And even this guy was pretty funny who was doing this, but it's like, you can't say anything these days. They're coming to cancel us. And it's like, and yeah, the crowd is like eating it up. And it's like, dude, what, what are you're on stage with a microphone, buddy? <laughs>
0: I have a friend who started a new job and one of his coworkers was like, yeah, man, everything these days is just a hate crime. And he was like, what do you mean by that? Because I only know a few hate crimes and they (laughs) definitely should be considered hate crimes. (sighs) But, But anyways, we digress. I, I think I liked this one a little bit less than you. I still thought it was good, but I don't think it was as good as, You know the previous issue That was a 9 out of 10 So for me this is 8 out of 10 Calzones
1: I like it The the part of Spider-Man's like statement That did make me laugh though Was um When he goes He's like yeah I punched the wrong Person but you know what That lady was shoplifting And she wasn't even pregnant So That's a win
0: Yeah you know, in my defense, I also managed to kick a woman who was stealing children's <laughs> shoes unconscious.
1: Yeah. Oh, man. Now that makes me feel bad. Now, now we got to go into a whole nother thing.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's not like she was stealing, you know, jewelry or, or something. Yeah. Like, her kids needed shoes. She was shoes. stealing,
1: like, a boy's pair of Converse.
0: <laughs> And he was like, yep, all in a day's work. And we were able to hold her down until the cops got there.
1: Yeah. I punched that guy that was trying to help. And she's in jail where she belongs. He's going to sleep so soundly tonight. Uh, But these were both really fun. I liked them a lot. Yeah. I her. Okay. What else do we have?
0: Oh, man. So on to less fun things. I I kind of think I alluded to this last episode. I have to give a content warning for next episode. We committed to covering all of the Ultimates, and I still think that's a worthwhile endeavor to get the whole story. But unfortunately, that means next week we have to look at Ultimates issue six, which has some pretty graphic depictions of domestic abuse. Um,
1: Oh, is it Bruce Banner? no okay at least it's not bruce
0: <laughs> i i would pay for an issue of oh, yeah. betty slapping bruce around a little bit
1: that'd be okay
0: yeah um, i guess
1: i wish it was bruce because no there's no sense in making two of these characters terrible
0: no it's our other most hated couple hank pym
1: yeah oh, okay yeah good <laughs> let me I let me do some let me do some stretching. I gotta tear Hank Pym a new one next week.
0: <laughs> yeah. Anyways. Um so we got that going for us.
1: <laughs> um okay, so next week is Ultimate Six and Seven. Uh yep. well, that sounds like it'll be fun for the whole family. Um what what about anything uh anything fun or interesting have for you this week that you want to talk about?
0: I don't know how many people care about this. I might cut it. But uh, yeah, on Saturday, um, uh, the weather was pretty nice and warm. And there was a concert on the campus of IU. You just stop it right there. On Saturday, the weather was pretty nice. Enough said. <laughs> oh, but you were in
1: I, Bloomington?
0: Yeah, I went to Bloomington and saw some bands from Indianapolis and hung out with some friends. And one of the bands, we were they were playing in front of the IU fountain and it's just this super high energy punk band. And the singer does a lot of funny stuff. And he took off his shoes and was like, everyone take off your shoes and follow me. And I did. And I had no idea where we were going. And then he just jumps in the fountain. We all started splashing around. Now the is band's this still the up fountain
1: there. with, See, for the our fish. listeners, I was a Hoosier myself. So I went to Indiana University. So I know these landmarks. And is this the fountain that has like a lady in it? And
0: It's um, the fish
1: one. The fish. Yeah. Okay. Oh, nice. You know, I like always wanted to like jump in that fountain when I was there. That's
0: so funny. I did not go to IU and I've jumped in the fountain now. That,
1: that is awesome.
0: Yeah. So that was kind of cool. What about that you? That is really
1: cool. Um, not really. I do know that one of our uh one of our listeners messaged Zach and said that there is a new spider man in India run that is maybe about to come out, or like an indian spider man and they yeah are we've gonna, talked about him before on the show, but there's like a new run happening, isn't that what that comment said and and he's gonna let us know if they use the speech from the Prime minister. Yeah, the power and responsibility quote.
0: Yeah, we'll get to see if. And uh, then
1: we're gonna sue them for everything they're worth.
0: Marvel ripped off our idea, and we can demand restitution. Yeah.
1: <laughs> um, but no, I th- I think uh, I think that's awesome, and and I think uh, that was a pretty interesting comment that you had, Zach, about jumping yeah. in the fountain. If if anyone here goes to IU, jump in the fountain. Ten out of ten would recommend. You, you can't get in trouble for it. Tell them we allowed you. You are (laughs) uncancelable. Yeah. If they try to arrest you, just, you know, argue that it's cancel culture happening.
0: Rail against how everyone's out to tear down the rich and
1: powerful and famous. (laughs) I would pay to see a drunk person arguing (laughs) with... Soaking wet, standing in that fountain, arguing with the police officer,
0: you have no proof <laughs>
1: um, oh well should we uh should we go to our newest segment that is just starting today, where we're gonna read a review from a a listener?
0: I think we shall. do you have and a review you-
1: up? Nope, but I can <laughs> find one, and we can make a cut so the audience thinks we had one ready. And to answer your questions, Zach, yes, I do have a review ready. I had it ready the whole time. All right. So this is by Jen and Spence. So this is actually two, a review from two people. So two it's reviews. Easy, two <laughs> reviews. So if we reuse
0: this in a different episode, we're not just being lazy.
1: Oh my gosh. What happened at school? Where somebody said something and then another one of the kids said like, gosh, it might have been like learning about mitosis or something. And they were like, so it creates a new cell. And the teacher was like, two cells. (laughs) And the kids were like, two cells. And in my head, in the back of the class, I'm just like, two cells. (laughs) Um, Uh Oh. yeah. When
0: I was when I was in middle school, we were learning about how there's like 23 chromosomes in a sperm cell. There's 23
1: – oh, yep, 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 you're right. I was about to say there's so, 23 pairs of chromosomes, but no, in, in sex cells there are 23 chromosomes.
0: Yeah, and a kid in the back of the class blurted out, oh, just like the 23 delicious flavors of Dr. Pepper. <laughs> and I remember that to this day. <laughs> that is really funny.
1: I keep trying to get my students uh, in our social studies class because I'm I'm just like a resource teacher. So I just go into the class and I kind of help the kids with their work and everything. And one of the teachers keeps talking about Uganda. And every time class ends, I go up to the same people and I'm like, I thought you were going to say Uganda. Be kidding me when she said Uganda. And they refuse to do it. And they're like, why don't you do it? I'm like, it'll be so funny if one of you. And I'm like, I can't blurt out and interrupt class to make this joke. But you guys can. And I'll have your back when you do. (laughs) You can be like, it was Mr. Opat's idea. And one of them was like, I'm not a snitch.
0: (laughs) Well, that's good.
1: Yeah. Um, Okay. So our review from Jen and Spence. So five stars, great storytelling. It's easy to see how comic book lovers would enjoy this, but don't count it out if you are not one. I've never read a comic book and I don't watch the movies, but I love listening to a good story. And this is a great story. The audio quality is excellent. The hosts are very well-spoken. Oh, thank you, Jen and Spence, and interact easily together. They do a great job telling the comic version of the story and weaving in similarities and differences in the movie's I didn't know how much I like Spider-Man until I gave it a listen. Zach, that warms my heart. So wholesome. That was great. Yeah. Um It's almost like so, they're describing
0: a different podcast than ours. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um so if you have a review, it certainly does not need to be that long and thought out. Leave us a review. Or a question. Five stars. These guys if- suck.
0: If there's something that you want us to clarify from a previous episode, if you want to get our opinion on something, you know this can be reviews and Q&As. It's just
1: our time to interact. Definitely. And we don't have an unlimited amount of reviews coming in. So they need to keep coming in or else this is going to be a short segment. It's not going to last that many episodes.
0: Yeah. John was pretty brave when he suggested this. So, you know, it'll be egg on his face if you guys don't.
1: I am Show counting up. on you guys to take two seconds <laughs> and write us a review. <laughs> um, And we'll read it on the pod, which will be fun. Yeah.
0: If all of you that listen sent in one review or question, we would not be able to do enough episodes to answer them all. So, so do that. <laughs> Give us that challenge.
1: Yeah, 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 exactly. But I also want, the listeners to be like they're gonna read my review on air we probably will if we start getting hundreds of reviews we'll read multiples <laughs> is that fair to say oh yeah it'll become okay.
0: the, the new show
1: yeah <laughs> um oh my gosh Zach this was so fun I'm sorry it's over <laughs> I can't okay. wait for next week
0: yeah well the good news is we have a shorter turnaround time now I'll yep, see you in do. It's like Monday. five days.
1: Yes. Thank you to Ian Hickey for our music and Alyssa Seaman for the artwork. And you can find us on Instagram at First Read Podcast. And you can find us on YouTube just if you want to leave us a comment at Ultimate Spider Man Podcast. So you can swing on by for next week. It's only a five day turnaround time. Bye, webheads.